This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. It's 12 minutes after 8 o'clock. Dr. Mutlung is in the studio and we'll speak to her about chiropractory, if that's even a word. <laughs> Power Weekend Breakfast Health and Wellness. Morning, Doc. Thanks for your time. Morning, Toho. Thank you for having me. I mean, I said chiropractory. I don't think that's a word, right? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> it's chiropractic. Chiropractic. Yes. Okay, so that's what we're talking about. Dr. Mapato Mutlung is a qualified and registered chiropractor. She's speaking to us about chiropractic, right? And mm-hmm. what chiropractic therapy is all about. So what is the first thing that we need to know about chiropractic therapy? First thing you need to know is that it is cost effective, it is very effective, Mm -hmm. and it benefits anybody from the newborn to the elderly. So you don't need to wait for pain to actually see a chiropractor. Okay. Because we are specialized to be able to assess what's wrong with you just by using our hands. Mm -hmm. So those are the basic things I would actually talk about when it comes to chiropractic, but it's the most effective treatment you can ever experience in your life. So what do you do? (laughs) what don't we do (laughs) all right just to start off chiropractic means done by hand in greek so we specialize with anything related to muscles bones and joints Mm -hmm. for example neck pain headaches back pain sports injuries uh, people with joint problems for example people who've injured themselves from maybe an accident or people that are recovering following uh, like surgery for example that's what we specialize in. So anything that we do, we normally use our hands. We do have additional tools that would maybe use here and there, but majority of the things we do from assessment to examination to treatment, we use mainly our hands. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, you know, you, when you speak about using your hands, I mean, I've been to a chiropractor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a chiropractor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very painful. It was, mm-hmm. look, I, I was going for my lower back because it was sore anyway, but it was extremely painful. But there's also needling, right, that yes. you do. Yes. So when you say you use your hands, is it mm-hmm. almost like physiotherapy? Similar. It's very much similar to physiotherapy. Remember, um, I think that's why people tend to also get confused as to whether they need to go see a physio or a chiropractor. Mm-hmm. Normally, I say to a, a patient, um, to make it simple, If you find it's something related mainly to like joints, you find that despite having maybe massage, some heat therapy, you find that the pain is still there. It needs a chiropractor. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Or sometimes you can just go to either or. And when you see that specific practitioner, they'll be able to advise you as to whether you are in the right um, platform or they need to refer you elsewhere. But mainly we specialize with anything related mainly to uh, joints or spine. But you also add in your soft tissues, which are your muscles, your ligaments, your tendons, Mm -hmm. whereby with physios, they tend to work a lot on your um, soft tissue type of um, area. They focus a lot on rehabilitative exercises to get that mobility back sort of a thing. So there is a bit of a difference. But when it comes to the techniques where we tend to use hands a lot, that's where the similarity is. Are there any safe ways for us to treat ourselves? Say I've got a neck pain. Mm -hmm. Um, that has been there for a while or it might feel like it's maybe in a nerve even. Mm. Are there safe ways for us to treat ourselves or it's just best that I come see you? 
I would always say it's best to come see me because sometimes you can sort of manage the condition, but you need to have a professional that guides you on how to manage yourself. For example, somebody will walk into my room with a very stiff neck Mm -hmm. because they said they were stretching in the morning and then they underwent spasm because there is a certain way you need to stretch yourself, for example. So you are able to self-manage, but it's better to actually guide, be guided by a professional beforehand, before when I would decide, oh, no, I'm going to do it myself. Because mm. I can actually hurt myself even more, Yeah. right? Yeah. So what are some of the common areas that you, you know, you mentioned you have the back and the neck, but are those the most common areas where it, you know, something can get inflamed or I then need to come see you for, or mm. can I come if I've got like a leg pain? For anything, for anything. And for example, I've had patients that would book an appointment. Uh, somebody will tell me, you know, they've got a shoulder problem. And maybe on the day of the appointment, the pain disappears. They call in the morning. They say, you know what? I'm not going to waste your time. The pain mm. has disappeared. So I'll come back when the pain um, is there again. And I say to them, normally your body tells me what is wrong with you. My favorite favorite slang, you know, your body has its own language. The important thing is we need to understand the language that it's speaking. So when you come through to me, you don't necessarily have to have pain. And secondly, what you need to understand is that we are constantly against gravity. Gravity is a force that ideally forces us to, ideally you're supposed to be on the floor not being able to stand up Mm. as a baby would not be able to stand up. So we've got this muscle, this joint, uh, this nerve, whatever you may call it, that constantly keeps you upright the entire time. So you are constantly under stress. You're constantly under under a lot of uh, pressure that you actually apply in, in your body. So it's very, very normal that most of us are walking around with joint or muscle or, or nerve issues, for example. That's why I always say every year, the way you check your eyes, your teeth, it's very important to also go check your spine, your joints to make sure all is in order. So don't wait for the pain. So I should be doing yearly checks with the chiropractor? Ideally. You can do what we call your spinal screenings, where we check your joints, your muscles, is everything in order. If we pick something up, then we're able to treat it at that time. And surprisingly enough, when you actually come through with no symptoms, when you actually pick up those problem areas, you can actually pick up that no Actually, there's a, uh, there's a problem there. Mm. I was not aware, Jorge, I had a neck issue or a shoulder issue type of a thing. So the moment we pick up the issues using our hands, you respond by telling us that actually pain is actually being produced in that area. Mm. Mm. Obviously, oh, let me put it like, there are certain ways, obviously, that we sleep, that we sit, that may also cause pain, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I must, I mean, in a sense, like, I would try sleep, you know, sleep better or sit back in the chair um, or maybe just get a new bed. But you're saying to me, just come see me. <laughs> just come see me. <laughs> and the reason I always say that as well is because what you do versus what I do, um, it differs. Mm-hmm. My job is physical. I bend a lot. You sit a lot at the desk. Somebody else is a sports person. So the type of stress you put in your body differs from person to person. So that's why it's always important to say, look, um, this is the type of career I have. This is the type of lifestyle I live. Can I just come through to check if all is in order? Like, for example, with postures, um, maybe it's something we'll talk about um, at a later stage. But with postures, there's correct and incorrect postures postures there's people that come to me assuming that sleeping on the tummy is the best position ever only to find oh no it's not it's the most comfortable i heard (laughs) but it's the worst you can do to your body (laughs) really Mm. what happens so remember um you've got a nice s shape i get 
uh, in your spine. Your spine is not straight. So whatever position you, you are in, be it standing, seated, lying down, you always need to maintain that S posture or that S shape. So when you're sleeping on your tummy, the S at the bottom sort of flattens out or it arches in. So yeah, deeper, it locks. That's why normally people that wake up lying on their tummy, they wake up with stiff backs and all that. And remember also, naturally, you need to turn your neck to the one side when you're sleeping because you need to breathe. So you're literally turning your neck to the one side for hours and hours on end. So one side of your neck stretches, one side of your neck contracts. So that causes problems as well. So uh, it's a no. <laughs> it's out the way. <laughs> so we can't sleep on our stomach. No, 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 no. I highly like I do not recommend it at all. So I disregard it. Mm. That's one of the bad postures or one of the bad things that people do what else have you come across that people are like no no this seems fine but it actually isn't something like sitting for long for example people assume that when you are seated you may have the best ergonomic chair but you're not allowed to sit for more than three hours the body is not meant to be uh, sitting or being still for a long period of time i've had patients for example that come in and a, a patient complains of maybe low back pain and they don't understand why because they sit. Because now they think, mm. okay, I'm getting support most. But you must bear in mind that, again, the factor of gravity comes in. All the body weight comes to your lower back. So you find somebody that can actually have um, degeneration or arthritis in their spine, not understanding why. Ganti, you're squashing all those cushions, all those joints in your spine while you're doing that. So that's one of the things I've came across that people thought were okay to do. <laughs> I can't believe it. <laughs> the, the stomach sleeping and oh my gosh, I'm so heartbroken. I'm truly so heartbroken. But what are the good postures? How do we then fix ourselves, right? As, in, I fix. as you fix. <laughs> How do we fix ourselves in the way that we sit, the way that we walk, you know, the way that we sleep? Mm. Um, again, it will be according to an individual. You look at, like, again, person's lifestyle. You look at the person's stature, physique, and so forth. So if I had to make an example, if you're an office-based person, what's important is when you are sitting, it's very important to adjust your chair accordingly. Feet flat on the ground. Knees are supposed to form a 90-degree angle. Um, once you don't actually have that nice degree, it means you need to adjust your chair height accordingly. So sometimes somebody will say, you know what, I've got the 90 degree angle, but my feet are dangling uh, in the air. Mm -hmm. I cannot reach the floor. That's when you actually get like your foot rest, for example. Once you get that sorted, it means your hip and your back will be relaxed. So what you do is make sure that your back is always relaxed against the back of your chair. And then you literally push your chair under the desk. So when you push your yourself under the desk, you force yourself to actually be upright the entire time. It doesn't force you to slouch. Because after 20 minutes, somebody will say, no, I forget. Eventually, I find myself slouching. Mm. But when you do that, you train your back muscles to hold you upright. And it takes about 21 days to develop a habit. So after 21 days, if you forget, naturally, the body is going to remind you, oh, this, is not dude, this is not comfortable. So same as in the car, you need to adjust your car seat accordingly. My husband always laughs at me. When I go to the shops, I always adjust my chair. Every single time, my, my, my car seat. Because for me, a kilometre of driving can do a lot of damage on my back. So it becomes second nature as you, as you, as you get used to it. You know what I mean? Sure. So that's an example for maybe somebody who sits. Um, sleeping, for example, if you love to sleep on your sides, that's perfect. Bend your knees a bit and put a pillow between the knees. 
as you would maybe if you were pregnant because what that does it prevents the hip and the back from like uh, twisting the entire night sure. and most importantly have a look at your pillow your pillow must be the correct shape the correct age an old pillow is not ideal anything older than two years we don't recommend now we must keep receipts of when we buy pillows yes <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest after two years your body's gonna tell you right it is time. It's not comfortable. Yeah. It's all about repetition and routine. The more you are consistent about something, the body's going to tell you. You're definitely going to understand your body's language on and what it says to you. Mm. Very, very, very important. And it's also the same thing with the bed. Yes. The bed, uh, the lifespan normally with the bed is 7 to 10 years. But again, it depends on the different factors. Are you somebody that watches TV on the bed? Do you work on the bed? All the other stuff. Do you have kids that jump on the bed every second, they, they every chance they get? Those factors you also need to consider. So I come to you for a procedure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, with, let's say my lower back. Mm-hmm. I'm coming to you. What can I? What can one expect when they come to Dr. Mutlo? So firstly, what we do is we're going to do a history um, assessment. Uh, history, basically, I'm going to ask the relevant questions, how long you've had the injury for, um, the type of injury it is, all associated symptoms, for example. That sort of guides me already as to what I'm sort of leaning towards, what type of diagnosis you might be having. So following your history, then we do special tests. Because remember now, with all the questions are asked, already I know more or less it could be a, a shoulder issue, it could be a muscle issue, etc. So when I go to an assessment, we check your mobility. Is there any issues of instability? The special test that you do, depending on the structure that you are testing at that time. So all those things, once I combine them all together, we, we formulate a diagnosis, maybe one diagnosis or more than one diagnosis. And then from then we do the treatment depending on what the diagnosis is. And then based on that, you go home and then you come back for a follow-up. Follow-ups depend on how many you need. Uh, you can need uh, three, you can need more than that. What is an acupuncture? So acupuncture, um, if I can explain it, it's a treatment um, name. It's a treatment uh, type. Mm-hmm. Um, tr- uh, sort of basically done by an acupuncture wrist. Okay. So what we do is not acupuncture per se, but it's called dry needling. Okay. The only thing is that we use acupuncture needles similar to what an acupuncturist would do. So what we do as part of dry needling is we work on the muscles. So like I said to you, we use our hands quite a lot. We pick up what we would call trigger points, but in basic term we call knots. It's little bumps that are located um, in a specific muscle and they can either be active or latent. So if it's latent, you find when you press them, it feels very dull. It's not that bad. But the more active it is, you find maybe, for example, if it's around the neck area, it refers up. It gives them like a headache type of a sensation. So because muscles are very big and these knots are very small, they're pea-sized and they're very difficult to reach with your fingers. Needles are very small, they're very thin. So they hit the spot nicely. So as a chiropractor, you are trained on how to angle needles to actually get through to those knots or those trigger points. So in basic terms, you try to break down those knots. And in turn, you actually find that the pain relieves the muscles um, actually become better. The spasms that were there, the pain that was there diminishes as a result of that. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. So if I, you know, when a person comes to you and mm-hmm. they don't have the pain, mm-hmm. you are still able to get all of that. Yes. 
we still are. <laughs> interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> so, Doctor, where are you based for people who would like to come see you, especially for those who've got like back pain issues? So, I'm based in the south of Johannesburg. I'm in Kibler Park. Okay. Yep. You're not far from me. So you should definitely come through. Look, I just found my new chiropractor, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and your contact details, Doc? So contact details are 074-442-9039. Um, and then my email address is doctor at drmutlung.co.za. So those are my contact details. All right. Awesome stuff. Um, on Twitter... Um, Takelo says the issue of back pain, it seems it's hard to get out behind our back. So it seems it's hard for us to get out of it, right? Mm. How, are you seeing more and more people dealing with back pain? And what do you think causes that? What is causing that? Definitely, I'm getting more and more back um, issues, to be honest with you. It's the lifestyles, Tejo, more than anything else. Mm. People are not sleeping correctly anymore. People are under stress more than they used to. People are not um, taking care of their their bodies as they used to. So you're finding more and more people are putting uh, on weight and all that other stuff. Those are other factors as well. Um, so I definitely have found that as well. Uh, and that's why with me, when you see me as a patient, the one thing I always make sure is I educate my patients. It's very important for you to walk out of my rooms, understanding why the pain is there, understanding the role you can play to make sure the pain does not come back anymore. Mm. For me, the more I see you in my rooms, I feel like I'm not doing justice to you or my profession. So education is very important. And it's obviously your responsibility at the end of the day, whether you decide to actually make your, your, your life better by taking care of yourself. Does weight gain weigh heavily, no pun intended, on the <laughs> bones itself? Definitely. Definitely. I've had patients, for example, that were due for example a hip replacement or a knee replacement mm -hmm. and some of them would be turned back by the orthopedic surgeon where they would advise them look your bmi uh, is very high you're obese so give yourself three months four months where you lose a certain amount of kilograms and you find the moment they lose those kilograms the pain disappears completely because like I was saying to you earlier on, you carry your weight in your spine, mm -hmm. especially around your lower uh, portion of your spine. So the heavier you are, the more pressure you are putting into your, your weight-bearing joints, weight-bearing joints being your spine, being your hips, your ankles, and your knees. Okay. Mm. Those contact details for us once again, please, Dr. Mutlu. So it is 74 9039 and my email address is doctor at drmutloung.co.za. All right, Dr. Mutloung, thank you so much for your time this morning. Truly appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me again. Power Weekend Breakfast, health and wellness. All right, I know we did kind of wrap up with Dr. Mutloung, but we did get a call um, just before the news and a question. Um, take a look, hi. Hi, how are you? Good, and yourself, sir? Good, good. Thing. Yeah, I just wanted good. to ask the doctor if actually chiropractors are there in, in the public hospitals or clinics. Um, and I'm asking in relation to another, um, what do you call this, uh, field that is not recognized in public sector, but are they in public hospitals? Okay. All right. Thanks for that question. Um, yeah. Doc? All right. Thank you for the question. No, at the moment, we are not allowed to practice in the public hospitals. 
So if you do find us in hospitals, it's normally in the sessional rooms. But in most cases, we operate in our uh, private capacity, be it a medical center or, you know, your own uh, private rooms that you've uh, rented out wherever. But we're not allowed to work in public hospitals at the moment. What's the reasoning for that? Um, to be honest, there's quite a lot of uh, politics behind that. Um, but it also boils down to under which board we are registered in South Africa. So at the moment, remember chiropractic is still very new in South Africa. Mm. So there's still quite a a lot of uh, procedures. There's still quite a lot of doors we're trying to sort of open for ourselves. But at the moment, we are not registered under Health Professionals Council of South Africa. We're under Allied Health Professional Council of South Africa. So as a result, the rules and regulations differ per per body. So that's part of the reason why we're not allowed. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Dr. Thank you so much. Thank okay. you. Thanks again. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.